0: This episode was recorded on February twenty
1: fifth, twenty twenty two. All right, welcome to the Genius Stupidity Podcast. Hey, Irfton. Hi. How are you doing today? Kind of gay. Happy fucking birthday, Mister Twenty-One Year Old.
2: <laughs> he can legally drink. Woo!
0: Correct. I was doing it illegally before. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that online. Wait. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it.
2: They'll never know, and it doesn't matter anymore. You were just drinking <laughs> apple
1: juice beforehand. It's okay. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. spicy. <laughs> um the day we're recording
0: this is earthen's birthday But it's gonna be cut co- wait we we did have an episode come out but that was recorded last week so yeah. this will be coming out uh march 2nd no march 4th um, fuck i hate february because it's short
1: <laughs> i love february because it's short why um Bad things happen in February for me, apparently,
0: so. ask good. Um. Oh,
1: yeah, that one. OK,
0: OK, never mind. <laughs> maybe because we were both born, you
1: know.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe we should yeah, talk about that, mind. too. Earlier this week. No, after we recorded last week, it was your birthday. No, your birthday was the 18th. No, my birthday's the nineteenth. It was the nineteenth, yeah. So your birthday was last week, which yes. is actually two episodes. Would it be two episodes ago? Be... When we re- so when we uploaded God. the
1: anime tier list one, the next day was my birthday. When Correct. we recorded our, we're bored and have no idea what the. Yeah,
0: hmm. that one.
2: Everybody is getting old and life sucks. Correct.
1: <laughs> the fuck we're doing and then the day after I was 24 Uh-oh. or I am 24 at that point We got our bases covered okay all right so should we uh should we talk about the elephant in the room how'd you get in here huh. <laughs> um well as the rest of the world knows uh unfortunately russia has invaded ukraine um it's not good how that's not good at all it's, it's not good at all um well we won't we won't dwell on it uh we just hope that the
0: whole situation comes to uh swift end soon yes apparently, apparently i did see some stats Russia, the Russians have lost over a thousand soldiers, and Ukraine, Ukrainians have not got like that close at all. Well, so they're they're holding their own right now. Which hopefully, hopefully
1: it will come to an end soon. But, but um, Putin is a it, bastard. Yeah. Um, we yeah we won't dwell on this. Uh, there's already too much going on. Um, yeah, that's, that's not, and we and we don't want to. Do, we'll just we'll just we'll just say right here we stand with Ukraine. And that is what we'll say. This is correct. Otherwise. So,
0: Irfton. Mm hmm. How's your birthday been? It's been all right. Uh, some people said happy birthday at work. Wait, yeah, I had to work. Uh, You're an adult. <laughs> correct. I have not really done that much today, except to work.
1: We'll make sure we'll do noble. Please yes. tell me you don't have anything going on after this.
2: Um, unfortunately, I have nothing going on after this, which means I will be able to do whatever you please ask of me. Unless Oh, it's not it's not
1: whatever I please, it's what Erftin wants.
2: Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. Um Now, last week we had no idea what to talk about cuz we are Stupid. stupid um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna we're going to try out an idea that we have now we, we've been we've been going back and forth about just general internet stuff content creation stuff and this podcast is labeled under video games so when the fuck are we going to talk about video games Correct. more than like what we've been talking about. Obviously we're gonna keep Is there like a general
0: section that we could also be a part of?
1: Not really Not
0: really? No.
1: Not really Not that I know of. I'll have to dig deeper into this but regardless um, since the commonality between the three of us is we are all alone and play with our thumbs um, we wanted to talk about the stuff that we liked in that area. Now, all three of us have different um, different interests within the franchise, and we all have our commonalities as well. Um, Indeed. But, you know, we're passionate about our section of it, so we are going to start instituting a segment called <clears throat> Zombies, Assassins, and Madden. <laughs> Basically, I know, right? It's ba- it's basically Irfton really likes zombies games. I really like Assassin's Creed. Noble plays sports games all the time, mainly well, anyway, Madden. sports
2: games. Yes.
1: Um, while that's just a blanket term, I mean, we each have our own sections of stuff that we like in general. We it's all, not we all list, like zombies. But, right. So they like Assassin's
0: in- Creed. Noble likes Madden. It comes it's like a 3 2 1 type thing.
1: It's, it's just a blanket term for we're going to talk about some things that have piqued our interest or interest us um, within.
2: And boy, industry. oh boy, do we have things to talk about today.
1: Mm, yes. So since since Noble is very adamant right now and very active, you can start us off.
2: All right. So um, as you may or may not know, the uh, the sports game world has been pretty non-competitive as of the last few years. Um, you know, you've got, you got Madden, which is, hey, professional football. Uh, college football has been dead for a long time and, um, is trying to come back. But on the other side of things, there is, there's no competition. Basketball goes to 2K, NBA Live was a game that was around in the late 2000s and early 2000s, but competition in sports games has died off, which makes games stale, repetitive, and awful, because with no competition comes no new things because the market is locked. That being said, 2K does not have the rights to make football games with licensing. However, that doesn't mean they can't make games with older players. So 2K is talking about possibly uh, making a football game, a football title, on a different engine, finally, after way too fucking long and giving the market some competition for sports games so there's not really any news about it uh but madden for those of you who care about madden has been on the frostbite engine since i think madden 16 and it hasn't really changed except for like adding small things like x factors and making a certain player reach a skill level that is just indominantly better than anything else on the field and making the game extremely rigged and unfair <laughs> but with that being said you know it's about to be there's about to be another game on the market which will make madden hopefully if they care about you know the player base at all it'll make them actually like reinvent their game a little bit and hopefully show that they're not the same stale greedy money-grubbing pay-to-win company that they have been for the last few years because everybody knows that ea loves pay-to-win and everybody knows that i hate ea with my heart and soul Um, so therefore that being said I'm super excited to see some competition coming to the market I think they said you could expect possible new things to come out and I think they said 2023 to 2024 but they said at the earliest we could get a trailer would be near the middle of this year so color me excited boys
1: I do want to ask you a question Yes. Alright, alright. I do wanna continue this conversation real quick because while I'm not a Madden fan and I'm not a football fan, my sport is baseball. So the sport the sports game I usually play is MLB the show. Um those game like sports games are very unfortunate just because of the fact that they are a yearly release all the time. Yes. So the people who develop them, they have to they have they to go based off of like what they like the already existing engine and only put in small tweaks if they can. Right. So I get, I mean, I get the, I get the whole sense of it, you know, cause one keeping up with the rosters and everything. And from my understanding too, uh people who actually play competitive with that, like competitive FIFA players, they have to get the newest one so that they can continue being an active competition, much like call of duty, MLG players. And, um, any other game that's in that that has yearly releases um, <clears throat> so I'm glad to hear that there's actually a competition uh, coming in that um, or hopefully coming in that field just because you know I feel like you need competition with that now just because having a yearly release and nothing really changing every yeah. single year having a new engine or something and seeing what somebody else can do it's I, I, I want to see what happens
2: yeah, I'm excited because, like, again, it's, it, you know, when it's been the same thing for so much time, like, it's, you just kind of lose interest in the games that you love and you know? Yeah. I grew up on the NCAA games. I grew up on Madden. Uh, and, like, like this, the some of the systems that they used to have were just so incredible because you could take a player through college in one game. And since you had the game on the console, it would roll over your college rosters to the other game which i was like oh man this is crazy i can continue this player's career or i can do all this and that just kind of died off and once they were like eh, well we we we, we tried it out a little bit but no you know fuck you you know there's after after so much time goes by you could just see that they don't really give a shit about their fans Mm -hmm. and you've seen you've seen in i mean i love madden i play the shit out of madden and recently i've kind of just like scammed the the system of game sharing where i can get it from my other friends that get it but i'm not gonna drop 60 bucks for the same game each year with right. minute changes and even when they do make minute changes and i hate to sound like a negative person they always feel the same or just upsetting and it like makes the game worse from what it was and i mean i don't know Men 2020 or men 20 they were like oh yeah like here's this whole new gameplay change system And it literally just made what was a game that's supposed to replicate real life feel like an arcade game.
1: Okay. um, And I love simulation. So sorry, real quick. Um, I had another connection issue for some reason just now. So I completely, I heard, I heard you say my new details, uh, something, something worse. And then it just glitched out for me.
2: Yeah. So pretty much what I just said uh, to recap really quick was, uh, they pretty much took a game that was about simulating real life and they turned it into an arcade game where it just feels gimmicky and cheesy. And that's, that's not what I, that's not what I love with the games. Like the game was about replicating real life. And I mean, obviously it wasn't, but you know, it was, it was the closest that you could get as somebody who's not problem. You know, never say never, but as somebody who's never going to go to the NFL, uh, it's, it's good to get the closest possible experience.
1: Right. You're wanting a, Game that simulates the experience of going into the NFL as much as it can, because of course you're not going to be able to go in it at this point. Right, right. Side note about that, by the way, about yearly releases. and I think you—I can't remember if you sent me this. I—I I think you did send me this. I just don't remember where. But apparently yeah, I on
0: uh, on Discord.
1: Um, so the new not this year, um, because this year, Modern Warfare 2 2022 is coming out. Next year, there's not going to be a Call of Duty. Treyarch yeah, that, is going to that, be that's, taking that's speculation. I'm pretty sure. I don't know but if it's... I'm fully but okay. It's speculated that Treyarch is going to be taking a year, um, to polish up, um, for a 2024 release. Yep, so.
2: I'm first really time, so.
1: first time in a while, Call of Duty is not going to have a yearly release since
0: 2004.
2: Yeah, which which is great. I think it's neat. yeah,
0: absolutely. I'm hoping they they can actually make a decent story or a decent game with campaign, multiplayer, and zombies. Oh yeah, because God knows that
2: and they got fucked
0: I... in the ass by Activision to do well, like or Vanguard. with with Cold War. That was that was an unfortunate point. Cold, Cold, Cold War was okay. It was okay, but since it Some was... Some maps were so great. Crunched. Like, Dime Machine is a fun map. I did enjoy it. Firebase, it's okay. Mauder Toten, that's a great map. A great Wonder Weapon. To Mowrder Toten is one of my favorite maps. I'd say it's an A-tier map.
2: Can I say one thing that's going to be controversial? Sure. Um, open World fucking zombies sucks dick. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Again, I'm, this is solely opinion based and speculation and we all respect each other's opinions. I fucking hate outbreaks so much. I'm
1: mixed about it. I mean, I'm mixed about zombies in general, but I'm mixed about that just because I like the concept, but I feel like it can be done so much better.
2: I would agree with that. I
0: don't know. I can agree with that.
2: For me, it's just like, I just, I tried it. I never really got into it. And I like, I play, I play with the right people. Like, I always play with you guys and I can always have a good time with you guys. It just didn't do anything. Like, I was just like, okay, cool, like, it's open map zombies, but at some point, it just didn't. It was boring. It felt like I did everything for a long fucking time. It just felt like it was a waste of two hours every time I played it. I
0: mean, for most of the time, we never really took it seriously, unless we were trying to do the Easter egg.
2: Yeah, but even... Man, most of the, like, the time,
0: we were just, you know, shitting.
2: I don't know, but even then, it, just, it was like, oh, drive around on your motorcycle for three minutes to go somewhere and shoot something. Yeah, it, was, it was boring. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It was just boring.
0: I, I get th- that. I think that it could be done better. Or if they made something similar to Transit with it. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. Like, um, to take away all of the or make make the map a bit bigger. Take away the vehicles and the uh, grapples. Give uh-huh. it one single form of tra- transportation that goes around the entire map constantly, like speaking the transit which, bus. I feel like of, that could work well.
2: Yeah, speaking of transit, there's this guy I found on YouTube a couple of years ago who makes like custom maps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he for the last three years has been making like a super 4K rendered, no fog version of transit, and I've like watched him play the map. It looks fucking incredible. Like, I've never wanted to play Transit so bad in my life. Just because, like, the fog's gone, you can see the denizens in the smoke. Completely rechanges the gameplay. It's incredible.
0: Hmm. Hate the denizens so much. (laughs) They were one of the worst things they had to add, but I understand why they had to put them in. Yeah. But it's just so fucking bad. mm earthen mm-hmm. do you have a topic what do you mean like for your thing oh yeah so the new map for vanguard came out i haven't paid much attention to it oh, okay. but they uh they released two new wonder weapons one of them oh. is a shield called the uh, decimator shield i don't know anything about it i just know it's like alive and then they released a new weapon called the ray gun Is it the ray gun? Maybe. (laughs) Think about it. Yeah, it it, it might. It might be. It might be. You know, the ray gun since World at War. It's it's the fact that they called it the new wonder weapon in the little like image box they put on Twitter and Instagram. And then I heard the map just sucked. Also, like, like, I don't know why they're trying to keep going with this for Vanguard. The, The only good thing about Vanguard.
1: So is the campaign the campaign and, and it's mid
0: it's mid it's, like it's mid tier. it's yeah. it's mid-tier a b-tier yeah. low a yeah but yeah,
1: it, uh it's, it, it, it's 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 good for a campaign but it's not something to sneeze at and I've I've, I've only touched the multiplayer like two times I've tried I never touched a multiplayer days ago and it's it's just it's not fun it's absolutely not fun
0: on top of that I heard that now, since they released the new map, you're now able to finish the actual, like, full easter egg for the first map. Like, they didn't make the full easter egg for the first map fully completable until they released the second map. God damn it. Yeah, it's... It's bad, man.
1: When you have to entice somebody to play the map to play most of the easter egg and be like, you keep playing. Once we get the second one out, then you'll finish it.
2: I don't know. One thing I can weirdly appreciate about the zombies community is the zombies community can always bounce back. Like the zombies community could die and just it'll it'll be back the next time a game comes out. I, it is dying
0: talking. right now. Like it, it died, I think, during Black Ops 4 somewhat. Then yeah. it came back for a bit in Cold War. But I mean it, its peak is far gone. It started peaking in Black Ops 2, peaked much higher in Black Ops 3 because everyone was going around like talking about all sorts of shit with it. And then Black Ops 4 came out saying it was going to be great, and it wasn't. Full on, I think if they want to keep going with it, they'll
1: have to do a hard reboot, in my opinion. Not like make like a dark ether storyline, make another like entirely.
0: The chaos storyline, I, I would have loved
1: that. That 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 number one should actually be like something. They yeah.
2: should
0: they should just go because they they ended on a cliffhanger. I want to yeah. go back to the chaos storyline. I love the mythology aspect of it. Absolutely. I want I want to find out what happens when they save Scarlet's father. Like you know, because the last thing that we see in it is the Easter egg for uh, Ancient Evil, where they awaken Medusa or they free her. Scarlet gets knocked out. Diego, like, grabs her and hides with her. And then it turns out that both... uh, His name's not Alistair. uh, Shaw and uh, the French guy. I can't remember his name. Bruno. Turns out Shaw and Bruno were both members of the same uh, group. Like, the evil group. Like, previously. And their third eye reawoke, and then they turned to evil, and they... Walked off with Medusa. And that's the last thing we see. I would love to go back and figure out what the hell actually happens. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. I don't definitely. know why, but uh that that whole time you said Medusa and I was just over here thinking that Medusa
1: <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Um Yeah, the definitely that's the top one, but if they're wanting to do like a new ether storyline, just reboot it from the very beginning and just go from there, I guess. But honestly, it should be more so just an entirely new storyline. And if they have if they have the ability now, the window to not have to release it next year, then they'll have a lot more time to complete it and then they'll be able to send it out with a hopefully better storyline for both campaign and zombies, as you said
0: honestly they should yeah like you said a hard reboot but start with something similar to like knocked or even just similar to durries don't make this big drawn-out easter egg make a simple map where you can survive and you can do whatever the fuck you want you got three areas you can really go. you got you have a few areas you can go to and survive and you can train it you can camp it have something interesting happen have four concrete characters that have Good personalities and good fucking quotes. Like,
2: personality—something you can get attached to. Something.
0: Yeah, I get the operator system for like multiplayer. I don't care about that. There's nothing special. It just gives you like you know quotes and shit, right? And more custom customizability, whatever that word is. But not putting operators into zombies, I think. If they do zombies, they do something. They do the four concrete characters. You have Dempsey, Richtof, and Nikolai, and Takia. or you have Shaw, Bruno, Diego, and Scarlet, or whatever the fuck. But get a con-
2: get a concrete four so that you can move the story forward with the same three.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get us characters that we can get attached to. We were attached to premise, or no, we were attached yeah to premise and Ultimus for over ten years, or I think it was like yeah, it was almost ten years before they all were killed
2: and when that got taken away from us, you know, it fucking, fucking broke a lot of people.
0: Yeah. I think the most important... Sorry. I understand why they did it. Because, um, I mean, they just needed... They needed to, you know, get rid of the characters because they'd been around for so long. They can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. Um,
1: I think it's very important when along with um, creating new characters when there's already well-known and well-beloved characters in a franchise, um, that you have to develop them on their own and not try to make them into different versions of what has been presented in the past. Make them their own and then make them have their own charisma, have their strengths and weaknesses, make them unique from what you had previously. Because we don't want like the same trope of there's a Dempsey, there's a Nikolai, there's a Takeo, and then there's a Richthofen. We want them to be their own or else you're just, it just makes it seem like you're trying to... Uh,
2: replicate what it once was. Make catch it lightning
0: in a bottle. Yeah. I think that's what made Chaos stand out a lot more. Because they didn't try and replicate the exact thing. Yeah. I mean, this time we had, we had a female as the leader of the group. Exactly. Like, that, that's thats a bigger step forward than anything else in it. And they, st- they still had the scientist, but, I mean, he was kind of funny. And he didn't have, like, the extremely crazy side to him that uh, Richtofen did. And then you had you had the muscle. Like, they, they do have, have to have, um, like, a, a certain thing. I guess that right. does make it a bit different, though. Because you had the muscle, Dempsey and Bruno. You had the leader, Richtofen and Scarlet. You had the brains rick toffin and shaw and then i don't know where diego comes in and there i don't know what happens with Nikolai and tacchio i guess that's what makes it better is they did make it a lot more different where you can't compare them exactly right
1: that that would
2: yeah
0: (laughs) i don't know what else to say i I think that's about it i might go back and play more black ops too sometime i don't know I was thinking about that today. I know I have it on PC. Definitely oh, me too. It. But but we always get fucked over, and not able, not able, not able to play. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um.
1: I guess I'll take this time Just say my thing now. All right. Ask me. Man. Have something.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Can I at least get you started on a possible one? Well, after you're done, I'll let I'll, I'll jump
1: No. 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 You you go ahead. Uh, what do you want me to get started? on? So,
2: of us in the group, I don't know if you've made it clear to the podcast. You are by far one of the most renowned Assassin's Creed fans I've ever had the honor and pleasure of meeting. <laughs> uh, I'd like you to tell me everything you hate about what it's become and what you miss about what it was.
1: Um, are you sure you guys want me to do that?
2: I'm giving you a timer of seven minutes before I ask you to. So, Just shut keep up. It. Huh? Okay, three, two, okay.
1: go. Um, so. More so, I feel like it's a complete, there's a few things. One, I find it to be, um, there's been a diverging away from the story that was presented at the very beginning to something that's mostly commercial and can keep reselling copies. Um, Because there have been multiple games where they would start presenting an idea and then would not continue on with the idea and then we're just left to have that story finished off in like a third party thing, like a comic. Um, For example, Brotherhood introduced Juno, one of the Isu's uh, and she was being built up to be a big antagonist. And then she was killed off in a comic afterward. That's one, two um, there for a time it was yearly releases and it was causing fatigue. And because of that, and because they were using multiple different studios, that also incorporates the different story ideas. Um, I feel like they're trend-writing too much, um, where when they were losing a lot of people around Syndicate coming out because of the fallout from Unity, um, they started doing RPG elements because everybody was into open-world RPGs at the point and very grindy ones like Witcher and stuff like that. So they're trying to write a trend and get a new audience instead of trying to work with the audience that they had and just trying to innovate within what they were already defining. Um, following up on a lot of gimmicks, and that's just an issue that Ubisoft has in general. Ubisoft has formulas for a lot of things where in much of their open world games, you'll have something to go and press a button at and reveal stuff to you on a map, It's not just Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed was the first one that had it, but then it's in Far Cry and it's even in the crew um what else um too much following on the formula and then too much following gimmicks uh when they made assassins creed 3 and they had the ship combat in it um they made that a center focus in the next one just to get more people into that and i feel like they focus too much on that um they were trying to focus with Unity on a gimmick of a whole open world with big crowds and everything and a whole, like, running around overworld thing with friends. Good idea at the time, but they need more time to work on it. Um, Syndicate was wanting to be Unity just without the online stuff, but they made it so, like, annoying to play because the characters are just not good, in my opinion. And again, trend following. Origin, it was Okay. Um, just again, focusing too much on RPG stuff. Odyssey, way too much on RPG stuff. Um, completely diverting away from a lot of things. Not a big fan of it. I'm actually, I do actually like Valhalla. It's what I think is the perfect balance with um, RPG, and they actually brought a story line back in that would definitely make sense, and they should, they will hopefully continue on. Um, but. Really, it just seems like the whole franchise started going downhill and away from what it was at Assassin's Creed 3 when they killed off Desmond because now they're just trying to figure out what to do next. I'm always I've always been somebody that has subscribed to the opinion of a story is a story when it has an ending. And I think they should have an ending at some point. And if they want to continue up the franchise, I'm okay with reboots, just as long as they have a lot of differences in it. They do something new but also trying to keep like traditional like story points that are important to the storyline, or they can just be creative and just do something new. Who knows? It kind of seems like they're doing that with Aha, but I don't know. But mostly it just seems like they ride gimmicks a lot and they just try to cater to uh, audiences that are not theirs. Um, and that causes problems for the people who have been there since from the start, uh, because it doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed anymore. And.
2: Ach- I felt very accurate to uh, the to status.
1: Yeah. Now, do we have enough patience for me to talk about what I wanted to talk about or? Yes, yes, to... please. Very good. Okay. Um, so I am an old man. All right. And as an old man, I like puzzles a lot. Um <laughs> specifically, there is a type of game that exists that is very intriguing to me. And every time when it's incorporated into a game, or if it's like an entirely different game on its own, I'm always inclined to check it out. Have you guys heard of the term ARG? Yeah.
2: I have not. I've heard yeah. I, I, I've
0: worked on some ARGs. They seem pretty fun.
1: They are really fun. Uh, Noble an ARG also stands for alternate reality game is ah. basically it, it follows the premise of you use real world um, techniques in order to solve stuff, um, and that could be anywhere, simple from like using a cipher to figure out a puzzle, or it's a actual website that exists um on the internet that has a secret like thing to it uh best example when Halo 2 came out um when a trailer showed up um for a split second a URL called www.ilovebees.org or something like that popped up at the bottom um and when you went to there it seemed like a page that was just about bees and honey uh but it was something I, I can't remember the full amount of it so um i might be still up i'm not sure uh but Is it eventually I, I love bees um but it led people down a rabbit hole of solving puzzles and everything like that and then it led them to actual real world locations that corresponded with different pay phones that at a certain time would ring and if you were next to it and you knew the time that was going to ring and you picked it up you received a message from there, about something, or like an invitation to try out Halo 2 when it came out. It another thing talking. that, uh, damn. Uh, another thing, another one that people may know of a little bit more is Cicada. I can't remember the numbers that come after it, but it's Cicada, like something, something, something. Um, it was a huge, like, I guess it was either a puzzle or some people have speculated that it was a recruitment tool for something where, um, on the internet, an image was put up. And when people access the image a certain way, it gave them a code and it just kept going on and on and on. They're really interesting and they exist everywhere now. It doesn't have to be something like a website where you have to go to uh, look at anything. It could be a Twitter thread. It could be videos on the Internet um, or YouTube.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Um,
1: And like I said,
0: really interesting ones that I saw on TikTok and people took advantage, like especially over in Europe where during COVID, there weren't anyone in the streets. They took advantage of that and made their whole like little storylines of being like them being the only ones in the world and asking people what should they do. And they took yeah. like people's advice as and what to do. And I thought that was really interesting. Like one person, oh, he went into like a store and it like he just walked into the front door and it was completely empty. It was like a library in Italy. I was like wow they're they're taking full advantage of it i mean sure they got the owner's permission because i mean they want to just leave the door unlocked to the place but but still seeing all the streets empty like it 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 wasn't like in the middle of nowhere either it wasn't a right it was in a city yeah exactly
1: with it it it's and people would put up like posters for locations too um, for stuff like this, it's it's really fucking cool. <laughs> I just really yeah. love it. Um, oh god, I had a thought in my head and I was, oh yeah, the unique part about it is that for as long as it runs, there's always like someone active that is keeping the character alive. Like normally you play a game NPCs are around they're coded into it. But somebody like with an ARG, it's somebody's specific job to be in charge of an email address be in charge of a Facebook uh, profile, be in charge of updating this website for blah, 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 blah. So it's a, like there. it's exactly it's all a living world when you do it. And it Takes you out of the real world so much that, and if it's done right, it'll make you think it's actually reality, and that's a creepy part of it. Because it's like a dead, role play, exactly, and you feel like you're uncovering something sinister along with it. Like, I may not be able to handle horror games as well as I want to, but when it comes to ARGs and they can get fucking creepy, I get so sucked into it. At one point, I'll be like. Looking through it and everything, and then all of a sudden I'll get a sense of paranoia, thinking somebody's watching me because I've uncovered something that I should not have uncovered. But it's still part of it's just a game. Mm-hmm. It really invests you into it. Um, and again, they're everywhere. The early zombies stuff, when it was World at War and Black Ops, all those puzzles for an Easter egg, they were ARGs too.
0: Because they had ciphers, you had to look up stuff sometimes. I think one of the best ciphers they did do was the well they actually put it in the character bios for World at War and they they, they had a bunch of uh, letters in each character bio just capitalized randomly when you put them together it said Richtofen's final plan it was like he wants to take over the world or he he wants to destroy Earth or it was something like that I know he didn't want to destroy Earth he wanted to (laughs) take over the ether but they planned that all the way back in World at War back when they first created the characters Mm -hmm. And all the four characters were first seen together in Shinonuma, which they probably created the bios in Darice, but, I mean, still, No, I think they... I think they no, they the probably... Bio. No, I think they did have the bios for Shinonuma, because they had, like, uh, just the load-up screen had, like, their I remember, names and pictures. I remember,
1: I remember when the trailer came out for um, Shinonuma, that um, the character bios came out for them right after that, like, when, when it actually launched. Yeah, so, I mean... That's a, that's another thing about ARGs that I really like. I've become, and if you go through them a lot, this can definitely happen to you. But I become much more perceptive of it. So because there's always there's always the different types of puzzles, and you start to figure out what, it, like what the different puzzles are. So whenever, you, like you can start suspecting when it's an ARG happening, and then you could start like seeing what type of puzzle it is like that whole like different letter capitalized thing is is one of the like it, it's one of the, it's one of the like the textbook sort of puzzles but it's very easy to miss
2: <clears throat> um,
1: like you'll be reading something and be like why the fuck are these letters just capitalized in random places but if you, if you do it enough you start saying that spells out a message and you start going through it um it's just so cool man i i I guess i guess a very good example of it too is i like escape rooms are probably a very good example of an ARG but -hmm. more like confined because um you still have somebody that's in charge of the whole game and it's you know it's living itself it's different puzzles solving in there you have to use real world knowledge i mean they provide it to you but sometimes it involves you like thinking about stuff that happened
0: IRL and I, th- I think I think I can add on to this. There is an escape room in my town, which I'm going to tomorrow. But their their most difficult room that I mean I'm not gonna do. We're not doing that one. But they have one that's based around jigsaw, like the saw movies and stuff. Hmm. or you actually, or there's actually, or I'm assuming so. There's you know someone acting as jigsaw, and you have to do all these puzzles and trap stuff, which I'm. I'd like to do it in the future at some point, but... What am I doing? What are we doing? We're do- oh, we're doing one called The Toymaker. Okay. Which, I mean, we get kidnapped by someone making creepy toys. Which, I mean, I guess that could be somewhat ARG-ish. Because there's someone going to be playing as a character, and we have to escape from them, essentially. Mm-hmm. Would you count that as an ARG? I I would, Yeah or some form of it,
1: some form of it. Yeah. Again, an ARG is basically when it uses real world information or knowledge in order to solve it. And that's ciphers. That's real world events, stuff like that. I hmm. um, uh, just to tie back into when I was talking about Assassin's Crew, one of the, my favorite things that they ever did was in the second one, they introduced glyphs, which were ARGs themselves. And there are like puzzles where you had to align text to put in a code. Um, Some of the puzzles involved you picking different Renaissance and medieval style paintings that had all a common theme and stuff, Um, which was which was really interesting. That's what what first got me into it. Um, The reason why I mentioned that specifically is because if anybody is interested in an ARG style anything, that is also very creepy as well. There is a game on Steam called The Black Watchman, um, and it revolves around you being a part of an agency that uh, that basically investigates uh, supernatural stuff. But it also involves you accessing um, database entries using ciphers, stuff like that. It's rare. I, I've tried this before. Um, with a couple of my other friends, where we all collect
0: Oh. Noble? Yeah? Did he cut out for you?
2: Yeah, he cut off for me.
0: Hey, Blobby? Collectively? We- You're gonna have to say all that again. You cut out, and you just came back. Hi.
1: Where Where did I cut out?
0: I can't remember, honestly. Um... It was like 10, It was like 10, 15 seconds ago. 10, 15 seconds. Uh, I'll just run back quickly. Black
1: Watchman, the Black Watchman on Steam. It's basically like yep. AOGs, similar to what the glyphs are in Assassin's Creed. Um, I'd say if you want to have more fun, get a couple of friends. One person owns the game or everybody else is watching it on a stream. All three of you collectively try to solve the puzzles in it. It's creepy. It involves you investigating supernatural
0: stuff. It's fun. There we go. Black Ops 1 great. did something similar with the uh, computer system in the main menu. Yep. Because there's a full list of like codes that you had to and usernames, passwords, all sorts of stuff for a uh, mm-hmm. like, storyline. Man, early Treyarch. Dope. Early Treyarch Call of Duties. Not counting Call of Duty 3. Because, I mean, they were just dipping their toes I, in the Calls, Call of Duty to see how it would work. I'm
1: honestly. Um... Thinking about whenever I'm done with when I'm done with college, um, a little side project to have to get my feet wet is to make like my own sort of ARG game similar to Black
0: Watchmen Try and test. I will definitely play. I will play test that for you if you want me to, because I will play a game. Just got to get the knowledge, baby. Got to get the knowledge. Got to get the knowledge. There was something I was gonna say. Fuck. Oh, um, well, fuck
1: me. All right. I can't remember it now. I know it's your birthday, man, but I'm not about that. I'm sorry.
2: I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, say less. The homie's trying to smash <laughs> Dude. Oh,
0: I remember now. Oh, I wanted so to talk know? a bit about oh, the. Oh, he was a good dickhead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm gonna I'm preface that,
0: but I wanted to talk about a little bit about this. Uh, I want to preface this by saying we're all interested in D anD. d Blobby, yes. you probably played the most. Noble, you have a campaign going on with Blobby. I- and I'm trying to get back into it both a
2: lot of D in my time
0: but both, both D and i want to try and get into pathfinder because my brother's getting me interested into it but you came up to me about a week or so ago blobby saying that you wanted to dm a star wars D D campaign yes i finally want to talk about that i, I want to know about this you want?
1: oh you want me to talk about it here
0: sure why not
1: it'd be uh fun. how uh do you want me to talk about the idea i had or like the story idea i had or do you just want me to talk about like overall
0: Just a bit of everything
1: because okay. i, I want
0: to get a general idea plus i mean okay. D so, is it does count as gaming i think we could try and start incorporating more of that into yeah, this yeah yeah sure so we could we could so, change some stuff up
1: so I've always been fascinated with alternate presentations of story. I'm a big story war person. Um, and one of the things that I was actually having conversation with Irfton about this the other day, um, involving this whole reboot of modern warfare that's going on since 2019 um, preface. I used to be a film student and one of the classes. Oh, you did? I would, yeah. Before I was doing a uh, video game stuff. When I met you guys, I was a film student. I was on campus. That's right, a film, a film student. That's right. And one of the classes that we had um, was screenwriting, and I learned a good amount. I won't say I'm great at it because it was only a semester's worth of information um, about screenwriting and story. And one of the things that really stuck in my mind was a certain literary tool called Chekhov's gun, and the whole yep. idea of that is it. The base like thing about it is if a gun is presented in act one, it has to be used by act three. Which means whenever you're watching a movie or playing a game and somebody mentions something that seems throwaway or it's like an item or you know, it's just whatever. Like they blatantly focus on it, it has to be incorporated at some point in the movie. And you can if you if you watch enough movies with that idea and have an idea of structure in general. You can kind of guess how the plot's going to go around, but you're not going to guess all of it. It's kind of like
2: or, when the camera angle like shows a gun on a table. Like You're like, why would there be a gun on the table? Well, because right, it's going to get used later, you know? Or there's Whenever, like a slight
0: focus-unfocus type thing.
1: Right. Yeah. Now, you can take that into multiple different directions as well. Namely, when it comes to franchises that you want to reboot or tell an alternate story about, there always has to be, in my opinion at least, certain um certain constants like that define it um when i was talking to earthen about modern warfare it was always it was always it seems like the constants with the uh modern warfare story is imran zakayev makarov the u.s being invaded and price killing well
0: we, 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 well we say constant but there's only been one other modern warfare story but, I mean, the, the base premise is there. We have Russians, like, we have America, and we have right. British people.
1: Exactly. <laughs> when it comes to Star Wars, I find some of the... Uh, namely, the whole Skywalker storyline. There's always the constant of... Anakin doesn't have a father. Anakin... Or, excuse me, Anakin doesn't have a father. There's always Darth Vader. And... Sand. I mean, those are the main constants like 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 it's important, like whatever you think of when you think of Star Wars, that's an important factor of it. Um, So my idea was to do an alternate version or an alternate timeline in my in like my own presentation of the Clone Wars if Qui-Gon didn't get stabbed by Darth Maul. And instead, mm. Obi-Wan was either wounded or killed, whichever, you know, and how oh. that would change out. Because you have Qui-Gon Jinn, who defies the council every now and then. So he's more prone to not completely follow. He, he doesn't follow the Jedi order. Is
0: There's
2: he considered a
0: great Jedi?
1: Is he considered a great I, I consider I consider him a great Jedi.
2: He teeters, he teeters
1: he te- yeah. he teeters he, he the thing is so he's a um, i can't remember the exact term for it but uh, uh he Real is woman. more he <laughs> he's more attuned to the force um and he more so follows the force than he follows the jedi code so i feel like if he was anakin's master then anakin would be
0: taking an entirely different route I don't think I don't think Vader would have been able to come out then. I don't well, think Sidious could have fully gotten to him. I right, say fully, right. but well, there, there's yeah, always the. There,
1: see, like I think I, I, I think I, he
2: falls to the dark side if he loses Qui Gon. Even after getting the teachings, Anakin was always very dependent on others, and I think in taking away other people from him, mm-hmm. he he falls to the dark side. That that's part of the art of it, right? Like, right. Well, he has Padme. Any- he falls in love. Everybody does. And then, you know, he
1: In in any case, I have a my like I have my own alternate reality version um that I've always had in my head. That I wanted to try and like have it be experienced by other people at some point. And I thought the best way to do it was D and D. I wouldn't I won't exactly say how the story pans out, because obviously D&D will determine it, but there are certain beats that I don't want to reveal because then it would change up how the session would go. But the reason why I'm mentioning the constants is that Darth Vader is still going to be in there. And I got, I mean, I got some other surprises, but depending on how we do it and when we do it. But it's it's it it's always like been a like a thought of mine is what would happen if Qui Gon didn't actually get killed by Darth Maul, like what would that branch look like? And I thought way. I feel the best like, to I feel
0: like it Anakin could get a purple lightsaber. Yeah,
1: stop. Um, <laughs> you already guessed one of my beats. Um, that that's that was already a theory, though.
0: I mean, what yeah, people have it, talked well, about.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, and. With you didn't that, feel that though, yeah, whatever. It it doesn't matter. because it's you not know, <laughs> about it. Um, and since you mentioned that you wanted to get back into D anD thought what would be better than a familiar frontier with going into the Star Wars world, yeah, and doing that
0: with familiar well, people. I exactly. feel like doing it like role play style will also be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think that's what makes makes d and a lot more fun because I sat in on my uh, brother's Pathfinder game the other day mm-hmm. Yeah. it's just seeing it because he, he DMs it and he does a lot of different voices for a bunch of different characters in the game but all of his friends doing different voices and just having conversation as their characters with the other characters it, it was honestly fascinating for me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that, that part is probably is what makes me want to get back into it most. Yeah, absolutely. Because
1: role-playing and being in character is always so freeing to me.
0: I've always done a bit of role-playing, like, online or in games or stuff, but I've never fully done it, like, in real life or with actual voice, just over text and stuff.
1: I always find it to be funny because you can get a lot of, like, inside jokes with it, too. Yeah. Like, Like, if you go into a random match and you just... Somebody starts going off on a bit, and then everybody else just starts going along with it, role playing with it. It's yeah, yeah, hilarious.
0: yeah. They had a bit. Uh, I I can't remember what their campaign for Pathfinder was, but uh, one of the characters that they were talking about, one of the other uh, just non playable, char- one of the NPCs, I guess you could call it. Uh, they're just talking about him. They said, "Yeah, I looked him up on his Facebook page." They're in like the <laughs> medieval times, so. They're talking about him having a Facebook page saying that he didn't friend them and all that. They they went on that bit for like 20 minutes before I ended up leaving, just going to bed.
2: But I have a <laughs> feeling
0: they probably went on with that bit for a while longer. <laughs> it took it took me off guard. God, that was fucking funny.
1: Yeah, D is what the role-playing part of it is just the really fun part like it yeah there's you got to focus on stats and whatever it doesn't fucking matter because you're just play. you're playing pretend you're being a kid yeah. and playing pretend again so that that's the reason why i was mentioning it and i think it'll be fun
0: well i'd love to try now the characters though mm. would we you say clone wars so does that mean that a jedi would would have been possible but i I feel like that could be overkill for it too as
1: i my whole my my whole thought process when it comes to something as important as the clone wars where we're so attuned to it and there's so many characters that exist right now is just not trying to be as important as them (laughs) and just make other characters have a backstory that you know because you don't want to be overpowering you can't really be overpowered in D&D anyway because you have to roll for your stats and you have base stats that start out at the beginning but um, I know like the plan that I have for this one it definitely is going to incorporate Anakin and other famous Jedi but they're not necessarily going to be there all the time we're going to have our own different like part of it It's just that's the basis of the story. It's like the whole the whole idea is what because Anakin did not turn to the dark side. The the Clone Wars continued on for a much longer time than it originally did. So it's more so like there's an end. There's an end point where it would branch off that we hit when Anakin chooses whether or not to become Darth Vader or not. And then he's still around and all those other important characters are either around or they're dead and it's just now we're formulating what this side of what this timeline is but you can't like you can't make yourself overpowered you can be a Jedi but you can't make yourself overpowered and you can't make yours like when it comes to that you can't make yourself the whole hero of the storyline like you cannot become the one because Anakin's already the one So you'd be making your own story and you could be the hero of your own story or you can be the heroes of your own story. But ultimately, it's like a small story within the bigger encompassing story that's happening. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
2: I follow.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you know Noble is playing a uh, Kermit the Frog character in the one that we're in right now? Everybody surprised. Everyone else is like some version of an anthropomorphic animal. And then there's Kermit in a box praising well, the Dark origi- Lord.
2: Originally, I wanted to make a character that worshipped like the Dark Lord. And I was just like, yeah, it'd be funny to go with it and just see where that went. And man, it went way further than I originally anticipated. Like, they were like, well, so I was in character creation. They were like, oh, you know what would be funny? If you did this. And I was like, that is a great idea. And then Jacob went along with it, and Jacob was sending me like uh, he was sending me like screenshots and stuff of uh, of like ideas I could use, and he was like, "What if you branched and like specked into the skill tree?" And I was like, "Yeah, okay." And then midway along, that somehow just fully transformed into like the wrong thing, where they were like, "Okay, um, you're full, you're like." Eight inches tall, and you're a literal muppet. And I was like, <laughs> All right, I was like, Fuck it, I'm down. Like, <laughs> I'll like yeah. that. And so now I, I worship the dark little, like, call on lightning, and I have a lightsaber. <laughs> I have a lightsaber that does very low damage, but you know, that makes sense when you're eight inches tall, has negative strength. And,
1: and to just to quote Todd Howard, it just works. Like, it does. Being the DM. You could make it as ridiculous as you want it to, and it still works.
2: Which which is the great part of D&D, because at the end of the day, you're God. You get to play God exactly. as, the, as the dungeon master. And if you don't have fun with it, and you you know, I get it. I play with some people where when I'm the DM, I'm like, all right, you pissed me off, I'm going to try to kill you. And <laughs> I don't think that's fun for anybody, but you know, when it is, come with it. Or try to. Mm-hmm.
1: all right um we're hitting on 801 any other anything else we want to talk about
0: uh no i got everything i wanted to talk about noble
2: uh, i think i'm i think i'm chilling i don't really have much to talk about right now today
1: okay all right well then we'll end this and then we'll go celebrate with our boy here um thank you guys for listening uh if you wanna oh actually hold on before we actually finish this off um we're going to figure out a hashtag for you guys to ask us questions and well i like i'll put it in the description when this one goes up but i'll make sure we state it next one um and that way you guys can ask us like or did we already set one up
2: A questionnaire thing. We have not
1: said one like, like, oh, hashtag ask the genius, but I think we already came up with one. We we probably did, but we're going to go with this one. So if you guys want to ask us questions at GSTPY podcast on Twitter, hashtag ask the genius, and then we will collect them over months' time. And then we'll we'll announce when we're going to be doing a QA episode on Twitter and on all the other socials that we'll set up. And we'll go over the questions and answer them. And then we'll say we're taking some more and then collecting for a month again, win, rinse and repeat. But um, in order to ask us questions, again, it is at GSTPY podcast on Twitter with the hashtag and Ask the Genius. Do more socials coming soon. Exactly. Um, and if you want to yell at the other two fuckers here, it's uh, for Earthton. It's at Erfton57. And you and can find me at OnlyOneNoble. Thank you. You guys want to plug your TikToks as well? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I, I will. You, you, you can
2: follow me on uh, on TikTok at Are You Dot Kidding Me? Um,
1: he makes a he makes a I just I just got TikTok like a week ago after not having it for two years when I first made an account and. You make some funny stuff, dude.
0: I I do want to say, I remember when TikTok first started coming off, coming out. We all bashed it, saying, "Ah, it's not going where, It's stupid." Here we are. <laughs> Here so we all
1: are. It like, I was more so like, "Look at this Chinese thing." <laughs>
2: no, it's no, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. It's definitely it's definitely Chinese spyware. But yeah, that, yeah, it's fine. it's it's fun. You know, it's an easy yeah, time waster.
0: Not Me to mention, at Walmart. You know, Look at this Chinese, Chinese thing. thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Me at the orphanage. <laughs> okay.
0: Me buying That's a it. phone. <laughs> okay.
2: Thank you guys for
1: listening. Bye bye. Happy Bye-bye. birthday, Thank you